Oh, yeah, we're on. Hey, the Keys Dan Show. It's the Keys Dan Show. I need a new theme for the Keys Dan Show. You might hear news. You might learn stuff. You never know what you're going to get on the Keys Dan Show. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan, RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, The Keys Dan Show. It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do you go? Where do I always send you? DJLittleRock.com. One more time, DJLittleRock.com. Check availability and get a free price quote, and maybe you could have me at your next event. You know I like to party with the people. The people need to be entertained. Let me entertain you. Are you not entertained? Make your next thing a big one. Today on the program... It's uh, as it is, uh, well, what's the date today? It is Saturday, March 13th, 2021. I'll be doing 10 things you need to know today. Maybe the day, uh, what's happening today, what's the celebration of the day. Have I said day enough? Day! Oh, oh I, I think I might need, uh, I might owe the the <laughs> state of Harry Belafonte a penny or two for just for doing that, just for breaking out in song. Party people. This is Keys Dan with the Keys Dan Show. Uh, I've been doing these sporadically, and I'm going to try to do them more often. Uh, it, it lets me keep up with current events, and it lets me have some sunshine in my life. You know, it, not just keeping up with the news, which I'll do first, and then I'll do something a little lighter towards the end of the Keys Dan Show. And don't worry, I'm not going to take up your whole day. Uh, they've been coming out about 30 to 45 minutes. Uh, at the, at the at the very most for these little tidbits of information. So if you like the sound of my voice, stay with me. And uh, oh, this week's shows. Well, as as I'm recording on Saturday, I actually have nothing to do. I, I think I have a, a podcast, the What Makes You Famous podcast, to do a little bit later this afternoon. And I'll be doing some gaming as well. Keys Dan Gaming, hashtag Keys Dan Gaming. Find me on Twitch and find me on Facebook. Now I am. Uh, doing this on Facebook, uh, Twitch, and YouTube. So yeah, there you go. So if you'd like to be on the What Makes You Famous podcast, I encourage you to check it out. What Makes You Famous. Find it everywhere using the hashtag What Makes You Famous. Now, on with the show. Today on the program, we will start off with the 10 things you need to know today for Saturday, March 13th, 2021. 10 things you need to know today. Number one, George Floyd's family will receive $27 million settlement. The family of George Floyd will receive a $27 million settlement from the city of Minneapolis following a wrongful death lawsuit. Floyd was killed in police custody last May. Former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin's murder trial has be, has just begun with jury selection this week. The payout to Floyd's family was approved in a unanimous vote by the Minneapolis City Council on Friday morning and is the largest ever settlement by the city. The Washington Post reports, quote, the settlement could have implications, end quote, for Chauvin's criminal trial. Quote, no amount of money can ever address the intense pain or trauma caused by this death to George Floyd's family or to the people of our city, end quote, said City Council President 
Lisa Bender. This is according to the Washington Post. Number two, Cuomo again refuses to resign after congressional Democrats call on him to do so. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, Democrat, said Friday he will not resign after a majority of House Democrats called on him to do so in sexual misconduct scandal. Quote, I did not do what has been alleged, period, end quote, Cuomo said. He also criticized politicians who, quote, form a conclusion, end quote, without a, quote, single fact, end quote, as, quote, reckless and dangerous, end quote. And he questioned the motives of the women who have accused him of sexual harassment, saying a, quote, lot of people allege a lot of things for a lot of reasons, end quote. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, Democrat New York, and Senate Senator Kirsten Gillibrand, Democrat New York, joined the group of House uh, Democrats in calling for Cuomo's resignation later in the day. In a joint statement, the senator said it has become clear Cuomo has, quote, lost the confidence of his governing partners and the people of New York, end quote. This is according to Axios and The Week. Number three, U.S. has administered more than 100 million COVID-19 vaccine doses. As of Friday, the United States has administered more than 100 million COVID-19 vaccine doses, Bloomberg and the Wall Street Journal report. The uplifting milestone comes after a year's worth of grim ones. Nearly 20% of the U.S. population has received at least one shot and more than 10% is fully inoculated. Currently, an average of 2.3 million doses are being administered across the country per day, a rate that is un- that is likely to increase in the coming weeks. President Biden initially aimed to cross the 100 million dose threshold by his 100th day in office. So Friday's news exceeded early expectations. Now, Biden said the goal is to make the general population vaccine eligible by May 1st. And uh, that doesn't mean everyone will get their shot immediately, but the hope is that appointments will be available to all by then. This is according to Bloomberg and the Wall Street Journal. Number four, $1,400 stimulus checks begin to hit bank accounts. The Internal Revenue Service said late Friday that the $1,400 stimulus checks included in the American Rescue Plan will make their way to individuals' bank accounts quote, as early as this weekend, end quote, with more coming this week. Indeed, some people had already received their payments by Friday evening, just a day after President Biden signed the $1.9 trillion COVID-19 relief bill into law. Starting Monday, those eligible for direct payments can begin tracking the status of their check via the, quote, get my payment, end quote, tool on the IRS's website. Eligibility is determined by individuals' 2019 or 2020 tax return, whichever is the most recently processed. Anyone earning $75,000 per year or less qualifies. For couples, the cap is a yearly income of $150,000. This is according to Insider and USA Today. Number five, at least six people killed in Myanmar protests. At least six people were reportedly killed by security forces in Myanmar 
on Saturday as protests against the ruling military junta continued. Saturday's demonstrations marked the anniversary of the death of Phone Ma, a student who was killed by security forces in 1988. His death sparked a protest movement against military rule, which saw the emergence of Aung San Suu Kyi, a resident, a resistance leader. Now, 33 years later, Aung San Suu Kyi, the leader of the elected party was that was overthrown in the February coup, remains in detention. The United States has been trying to contact her for weeks, the State Department said Friday, but the military continues to block access. The U.S., along with several other countries, including Australia, Japan, and India, has vowed to help Myanmar restore democracy. This is according to Reuters and CNBC. Number six, prosecutors capital riot investigation to be in American history. An ongoing probe into the capital riot is expected to be, quote, one of the largest in American history, end quote. Prosecutors have said that as they reveal plans to charge about 100 more suspects, U.S. attorneys in capital riot cases Friday sought 60-day delays due to the large amount of evidence and defendants. And prosecutors write that, quote, the investigation and prosecution of the capital attack will likely be one of the largest in American history, both in terms of the number of defendants prosecuted and the nature and volume of the evidence, end quote. The evidence prosecutors pointed to includes over 15,000 hours of surveillance and body cam footage, while authorities are also in the process of reviewing 210,000 tips and 80,000 interviews with witnesses. Prosecutors called this, quote, likely the most complex investigation ever prosecuted by the Department of Justice, end quote. More than 300 people have so far faced charges in connection with the riots. This is according to Politico and NPR. Number seven, several Italian regions to re-enter COVID-19 lockdowns. Several regions in Italy will enter lockdown once again Monday as part of an effort to curb recent surge in COVID-19 infections. The measures will be effective through April 6th, which means it will include Easter weekend. A decree passed by Prime Minister Mario Draghi's cabinet on Friday said in the most affected regions, people will not be able to leave their homes save for work or health reasons, and all non-essential shops will be closed. Additionally, any region that reports more than 250 weekly cases per 100,000 residents will automatically go into lockdown. Italy reported more than 25,000 cases on both Thursday and Friday, the highest marks in the country since November. A more transmissible coronavirus variant first identified in the United Kingdom has reportedly become prevalent in the country. Italy was one of the first countries to be hit hard by the virus during the early stages of the pandemic last year. This is according to Euro News and CNN. Number eight, National Security Advisor gives preview of upcoming talks with Chinese government. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan on Friday provided a glimpse at how talks next week in Alaska between Sullivan and the Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, 
and Chinese government officials Wang Yi and Yang Jiechi, J-I-E-C-H-I, may unfold. Sullivan appeared to suggest the conversation would be quite general. Quote, this is our effort to communicate clearly to the Chinese government how the United States intends to proceed at a strategic level, what we believe are fundamental interests and values, and what our concerns with their activities are, end quote. He said during a press conference at the White House, he clarified that he does not expect more specific topics like tariffs and, quote, the phase one trade deal, end quote, to get much airtime. This is according to The Hill. Number nine, Russian police detain 200 people who attended opposition meeting. Russian police detained around 200 people who were attending a forum of independent and opposition politicians in Moscow on Saturday. The Interior Ministry announced, adding that an investigation was underway. The group was scheduled to meet over a two-day stretch, but police reportedly entered the building just as the forum got going. Police said those who were detained were violating coronavirus restrictions, though the Kremlin has been cracking down on anti-government sentiment in the recent weeks following the arrest and imprisonment of Alexei Navalny, an opposition leader and one of Russian President Vladimir Putin's top rivals. Arrested earlier this year sparked massive demonstrations, which were quelled fairly quickly by law enforcement. This is according to Reuters. Number 10, Avatar becomes highest grossing film of all time again after a re-release in China. Director James Cameron's 2009 blockbuster Avatar has become the highest grossing film of all time again, reclaiming the title from Avengers Endgame in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic following a re-release in China. Deadline reports, Avatar held the highest grossing movie ever for nearly 10 years until July of 2019, when Marvel's Avengers Endgame finally surpassed it. Endgame's global box office total stands at $2,797,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000
Uh, in this date in history, Tsar Alexander II assassinated in St. Petersburg. Tsar Alexander II, the ruler of Russia since 1855, is killed in the streets of St. Petersburg by a bomb thrown by a member of the revolutionary quote, People's Will, end quote, group. The People's Will, organized in 1879, employed terrorism and assassination in their attempt to overthrow Russia's czarist autocracy. They murdered officials and made several attempts on the czar's life before finally assassinating him on March 13, 1881. As czar, Alexander did much to liberalize and modernize Russia, including the abolishment of serfdom in 1861. What is serfdom? I'm going to look that up real quick. A state of being a serf or feudal laborer. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I don't like when the when the definition includes the word in the definition. Hey, serfdom, it's being a serf. No, okay, it's being a feudal worker in 1861. However, when his authority was challenged, he turned repressive and he vehemently opposed movements for political reform ironically on the very day he was killed he signed a proclamation the so-called loris melikoff constitution that would have cre created two legislative commissions made up of indirectly elected representatives he was succeeded by his 36 year old son alexander the third alexander three who rejected the loris melikoff constitution Alexander II's assassination, oh, assassins were arrested and hanged, and the people's will was thoroughly suppressed. The peasant revolution by the people's will was achieved by Vladimir Lenin and Bolshevik revolutionaries in 1917. Woo! All right, on this date in history, March 13th. All right. <laughs> Now, hey, now there is a days of the of the year calendar that I like looking at, and today, March thirteenth, twenty twenty one, is Jewel Day. Jewel Day, not uh, not the singer, not the popular singer. Uh, I did a karaoke show last night, and one girl, Becca, yeah, I, I said it by name. She sang two two Jewel songs. That was pretty cool. Uh, no, this is Jewel Day. It's a well-known truth that jewels and diamonds are a girl's best friend. One truly can't go wrong gifting jewels for a special occasion, such as a birthday or anniversary. Ornaments are also an excellent way to dress up an outfit and help boost one's self-confidence. Jewels are sparkly and attractive and fun to wear all year round. Anyone who would be lucky to receive a brand new jewel to show off to friends and family it's all about celebrating the makers, the jewelers, and the actual pieces that have and will continue to delight customers regularly. The day encourages people not only to wear and enjoy their jewels, but to make but to take a moment to appreciate the artisans who work hard and diligently to create these beautiful 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 gems. Learn about Jewel Day. Jewel Day is the perfect opportunity to pull out old pieces or to purchase new ones to give to someone else. It's not just about the beauty of the jewels, but also the creative makers who produce these striking items. The purpose of the day is to come together to commemorate these unique pieces that are shiny, blingy, and sparkly. 
<laughs> and can help enhance one's outfit and style any day of the week. One of the hardest substances known to man is a diamond. The word diamond comes from the Greek word invincible, which is very fitting. Jewel Day is an excellent way to highlight makers and designers who work hard to please their customers. It's essential to admire their talent and ability to come up with custom solutions and options for each person who shops with them. Most jewelers offer a wide variety of gemstones and can please even the pickiest of customers. These artisans are talented and crafty and deserve some recognition when it comes to all their creativity and abilities. Not only do artisans make jewelry and work with clients to design pieces made for them, but they also know how to repair and clean jewels so that they look brand new again. History of Jewel Day. The word jewel originates from the medieval Latin word jocal, which means plaything or pastime. One can define a jewel as a gemstone or precious or semi-precious and natural or man-made. Also, for ornaments made from these gemstones, people have been wearing jewels for centuries, and many view them as a way to reflect one's status in society. Ornaments of all shapes and sizes have been, and today people wear them for both functional and decorative purposes. While the origins of Jewel Day are unknown, many people acknowledge and celebrate this special day annually. One historical fact that should be touched on is that one can purchase birthstones by month and personalize a gift based on this idea. See the information. Let's see. Birthstones by month. January, that's my month, is a garnet. That's a, a redstone, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, February is an amethyst. March, aquamarine. April, diamond. Uh, May, emerald. June, pearl. July, ruby. August, peridot. September, sapphire. October, opal. November, yellow tap topaz. Citrine. Wow, they get two. December, oh, so December gets three. Tanzanite, zircon, blue topaz. <laughs> How do they get two and three? <laughs> how to celebrate Jewel Day. There are many ways for how, to, for how a person can celebrate and participate in Jewel Day. It's a chance for anyone who's been eyeing up a piece of jewelry to indulge and treat oneself. Treat yourself to a special gift. On the other hand, a shopper may want to purchase a jewel or gemstone for someone they care about deeply. A person may want to save up his or her money over the year so that when this day rolls around, he or she can make a purchase and call the pieces their own or gift it to someone special. It's also fun to exchange exchange handmade jewelry with friends and family, family members or use the day as a chance to polish and take care of one's personal jewels. Get together and observe each other's jewels and share about why each piece is important to the person and reasons why that's the case. Pull out all the favorites and wear them on Jewel Day. One should take advantage of the day as a way to celebrate and take pride in the jewels that a person has collected over the years. Someone looking to celebrate Jewel Day should plan ahead and schedule a dinner or outing 
with family or friends to show off some of the most precious jewels one can find in their home that they own. Those celebrating the day may want to take pictures and post these images with a hashtag on social media to help spread the word. Another way to celebrate Jewel Day is to take the time to learn more about jewels from a range of historical time periods and about what different cultures wearing and making are wearing and making. Sign up for a jewelry making class to get a better feel of what it's like to be a creator and inventor of jewels. It's a chance to expand one's knowledge and education around the topic and better understand the importance and significance of jewels. It'll help make one appreciate these items even more and may give a person ideas about what jewelry they may want to meet to own next. (laughs) Many people look forward to celebrating Jewel Day, and it's no wonder why, given how much fun and how enjoyable it is to appreciate and shop for diamonds and gemstones, anyone will take the pleasure in the act of going through one's jewels and remembering who they're from, and reasons why they're so special and meaningful. And finally, no one should let this day pass without acknowledging the beauty one has in their jewelry drawer or case or going out and buying a new jewel to gift to someone they care about in their life. Presenting someone with new jewels is an excellent way to make their day and bring a smile to their face. It's never too early to begin scoping out what's popular and selling in the stores and online and going through one's inventory at home to figure out what to buy when jewelry day jewel day arrives <laughs> well that's a little bit for today i think that's that'll wrap up the keys dan show for today uh, march 11th 2020 oh wait march 13th Ugh, i'm behind march 13th 2021 Hey, I've been Keys Dan, RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com. Hey, make sure if you'd like to tell your story or hear the stories of others, I encourage you to check out my other podcast, What Makes You Famous. Find it everywhere using the hashtag What Makes You Famous. Now, usually on Friday nights, uh, I'm Rab in Conway, Arkansas, but this Friday night, I'm not at the Rab. I have a wedding. Of uh, uh, rarely do I uh, book weddings on Fridays. I usually. Uh, do weddings on Saturdays and sometimes Sundays, but uh, I got asked and I'm honored to uh, do a wedding on Friday. I'm, I'm happy to do weddings. I used to do hundreds. Oh, it's uh, at least 50 a year in the Keys it, it, when I was in South Florida and the Florida Keys. And I've slowed down, a, you know, a little bit being here in Arkansas, but uh, yeah, I, I still enjoy doing the weddings, but I still get to do a lot of events. Uh, I have karaoke shows every week. At, at the Rab, except not this week. And last night at, at the Rab was pretty dang good. It's it's been good as we're busting out of this coronavirus pandemic. You know, uh, hopefully everybody can get their vaccines and we'll get back to normal real soon. Yeah, exciting, exciting times. All right, party people. Oh, uh, and if you want to watch me uh, do some gaming, I know I've been playing a lot of Fortnite. Why is this old man playing Fortnite? Well, it's fun. It's fun, I tell you. It's just like Call of Duty, except after you uh, take out one of the uh, one of the uh, avatars, then you dance around in a funny suit. How about that? 
All right, party people. I think I've taken up enough of your time. Thanks for sticking with me. It's KeysDanRadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com. Peace. I'm out of here.